Y'all, this is Ebony Anderson Brown, and you are listening to the first ever episode of Hang Time and Friends. Today, I have with me Rain, who will be doing a little something, something for us today. But first, we're gonna have a little short interview. Um, why don't you introduce yourself to the peoples? Hey, everyone. Um, this is Rain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Queens, New York. Originally born in Jamaica, the island. Um, moved to Queens, New York. And I'm an artist. I make fire music. You should go check it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is my first time on an open anything like this, telling my story or anything. Like, I performed. I've showcased. I've done all that. But I've never done an interview or podcast or anything like that open. So get ready to hear a little story, I guess, on yeah. story time. Nah. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, story time. We're at Storytime Records, ICN. Thank you so much for letting us use your space. It's really dope. We're super excited to be here. Um, before we get into the interview, I want to just say a little bit about who I am. Um, so I, like I said, I'm Ebony. Uh, and I started this magazine called Hang Time. And it was something that I wanted to do to kind of just share stories similar to like Rain. Like people right. that don't necessarily are able to share what they do or their talents with people out there. And this is sort of like their way to do it. We now actually have a print magazine. Wow. You, is you that can... Mac? Yeah. Yes. R.I.P. Yeah. to Mac, man. This Yo. actually means a lot. <laughs> nah, it really does. Yeah. So like we're super excited to like be like printing um actual issues. Shake. Um, <laughs> oh my god, hold on. Yo, I just want to tell you, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but these this magazine is amazing so far. I just opened it. Literally just dropped like Beautiful. this month. <laughs> just Fire. Y'all gotta y'all gotta see this. Yeah. Uh so it's on sale for ten dollars if you guys want to hear it. But yeah, so hang time is really just a platform to really just celebrate independent artists and just share their stories stories and their sounds with people out there with you who's listening thank you for checking in and tuning in um so let's get right into it so tell me like like what do you do like you said that you're a rapper but like what exactly like do you think like are you an artist like what are you um i'll tell you actually it, it goes in stages so Ooh, okay when i was younger i was straight up just like an mc so it's like boom bap, old school, straight bars, rapping, writing with my friends in high school. Every day after school, going to the studio. We was bumping a lot of um, 90s music and like Our Future and all that stuff at the time. And just doing straight boom bap 90s, just all about lyrics and, and substance and stuff like that. And we hated trap music and hated really? any other kind of music. And not hated, nah, I have to say hated. We had a lot of passion back then, so yeah, hated. We, we was like, it's all about the bars and the lyrics and like how you can articulate with the metaphor. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So um, that's how, that's the first stage. Then stage two was, okay, music is changing. Like, what is this? What's a Uzi? What's a, you know what I'm saying? What's a auto-tune? Like, you know, this is not sounding like T-Pain. This sounding like something that I could actually, like, kind of like secretly in my room and not tell my homies. Like, <laughs> it's starting to sound better and better, and it's starting to sound different and new, and it's evolving and changing. So, you know, we started liking both, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But still more in the, the substance side. And then... The third stage is now I'm an artist. Mm. I make everything. I make music. I make beats, instrumentals. I rap. I sing. I, you know, and that's just speaking for me, myself. I don't know about all my friends, but definitely we all opened up more as we went along mm. from MC to rapper to artist. So I, right now I'm an artist overall, and I'll probably be that till I die. So I, that's, that's what I, I would associate myself yeah. as. 
So yeah. you were talking about like a lot of your influences came from like the '90s and like that boom bap era. So who would you say like was a really big influence on like how your style is today, or just how it's transitioned over time? Okay, I had to go from. It's like weird. I used the the present time to end up going back to the past. I don't know if I, I, I'll elaborate. So around that time, a lot of new artists were coming up. And a lot of this happened around 2012, you know? Mm, okay. It's funny. People said that the world was supposed to end and all kinds of conspiracies and crazy shit <laughs> around that time. But a lot of change did happen. So maybe it was a different kind of end. But um, Pro Era, Joey Badass, Kendrick, Cole, everyone was wilding on some some substance thing around that time and it literally all just sprouted up out of fucking like sorry, yeah that was like when conscious rap came out nah, no you good you oh can... okay so they all just started coming out of fucking nowhere like and <laughs> i don't know if it was like that for everybody but we were teenagers at the time and it was just crazy to hear this but once we heard that it automatically associated with music we heard when we were like young young like growing mm -hmm. up that parents would listen to or would be playing like biggie and tupac and um, Tribe Called Quest, and you know, yeah. it associated with that and kind of made us go back and do our research and go scroll through those catalogs and realizing, wow, this is not brand new. Yeah. This is just coming from a different um, time period or a different place. You know, this is music that's coming from someplace else. So we, we it kind of helped us go back, research, look through all of that, and have more of a respect and understanding of that type of music mm -hmm. and then bringing it back, which is why I said I had to go from the present and use that to go back to the past yeah. just to help me now in the future or like to create who I am right now. So, No, that makes sense. Yeah. It's interesting. So I know that a lot of people, because you said that you're from Jamaica, right? Mm -hmm. You're born and raised. So how is music life in Jamaica? And Wait, you... Jamaica the island or Jamaica Queens? Oh, you're from Jamaica Queens. I was literally born in Jamaica the island, came to America at age six. Okay. Um, Grew up in Jamaica Queens, ironically. Southside. <laughs> okay, all right. So so clarification. Mm -hmm. How long were you living on the island of Jamaica? Till I was age six. Age six. So do you, can you recall any music? Oh, of course. Okay, cool. So I know that in Jamaica, hip hop and mm -hmm. like sound, like that sound like was like really big there. Mm -hmm. Would you say like that was, could have also been an influence as well? I haven't really listened too much to your music, but I will definitely listen to it today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when, you, when you freestyle for us and also play a track for us as well. Right. But yeah, so. Um... You're saying, wait, reiterated the question? So, like, hip-hop and, like, how Jamaica sound. We can also skip this question. We can also cut this out, right? Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Fuck this question. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just wanted to see, like, more of, like, a cultural influence as well. Um, because, like, in New York, there's, like, a sound that hip-hop has here. Mm -hmm. And then there's a different sound that comes from the islands as well. Because oh, when you think yeah, about yeah, hip-hop yeah, yeah. and, it like, where changed. music came from, it was also influenced because of the the... The, the sound, like the bass, like it was really... Mm -hmm. it, 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 it hits differently. It's a yeah, different kind of rhythm. Exactly. It's very raw. Yeah. It, that definitely... You're absolutely right with that question, actually. um That definitely probably subconsciously mm -hmm. trained me to be a different kind of artist fused with what I whatever I surrounded by up here, okay. which made me a more, I guess, unique kind of artist. But then there's a lot of motherfuckers that moved from like the islands and came here and mm -hmm. made music so it's it's not that different yeah. from like a whole bunch of people from flatbush that turn into rappers or like a whole you know what i'm saying because they they have culture with that too you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and there's mixtures like that all around the city so for me personally and people like me who are from the islands and came here we our culture definitely 
changed the the music just a little bit more and, and added to it or mm. like you know what i'm saying or switched it up a little just a little bit so yeah yeah sorry that was like more of like more of my understanding as well because i'm just mm-hmm. like because i know like especially like the history of hip-hop as well very like stems very much so from jamaica yeah and just like cool herc and like how that transitioned but fuck that um nah, you good uh that's just me being a music nerd uh so all right so who is your favorite artist right now my favorite. It can be a celebrity or it could be unknown. I don't even call celebrities celebrities. You know how many. So what's a celebrity to you? A celebrity is you. Really? You're a celebrity. You know you you're you know you're famous, right? I'm not famous. You're I don't famous. think I'm famous. How am you're I? Famous fam- in somebody's eyes. There's a kid. There's an aunt, uncle, a cousin, a father, a future son. You're gonna be. Mom is always famous. Everybody, mom is famous as fuck. Those are celebrities to me. You know what? That's but, so beautiful. Um, <laughs> I'm not even saying it to sound all like, you know what I'm saying? But it took some time for me to realize that and grow. Um, Like somebody used to tell me that. Like when I used to just be like, we didn't even get into my story, but when I used to just be out in the hood, just doing crazy shit and hanging out with friends and trying to, you know, do this whole music thing and become famous. Mm -hmm. Some friend of mine always used to be like, bro, stop saying that. You're famous. Like, everywhere you go, people know you. Every hood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People know who you are. People respect you. People look to you. People listen to your music. You could say, I'm having an event here and 100 people will pull up. That's fame. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, just stop saying it. I'm like, and I always be like, you sound crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? At that age, like, I'm not famous. Not at all. You're bugging out. Like, what? We know real famous people. So, tell me about what what your life looked like at that time when you were put on those shows and like you're trying to crack, like find these people to come out what did it lo- life look like for rain when <laughs> you were starting out in music okay so i started out with the with the whole high school not high school middle school thing with the with a group of friends we kept changing the group name like every year and shit and recording after school and we tried to you know we had this little thing with atlantic though we was going to get signed and shit <laughs> And it was just some bullshit deal contract, whatever. Some some nonsense. It wasn't it wasn't legit. So that that didn't happen. And then we got a little older and started getting a little bit more serious when more and more of these kind of artists that like us started coming out. Mm-hmm. Around the time I was going to the studio every day after school with my friends. Keep in mind my parents are Jamaican cultured individuals, right? Mm. So they're very they're very strict individuals. It's not just a Jamaican thing. They're just very strict. And very like rough, harsh, into like you know, especially around that time when they're fresh, we're fresh into America and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's very different customs and rules, like you know, basically with curfew and household things and just everyday shit that I, I want to do that everyone else literally around me was doing at my age. Yeah, they would be like, "That's horrible. That's crazy. You're bugging. That's you're out of your mind if you think you can." go hang out or you think you go watch tv right now yeah or listen to music right now and that would sound like normal shit to anybody like what you can't listen to music you can't watch a tv like that's crazy but that's norm for them so i was super living in a super strict household on honor roll and shit doing what i was supposed to do in school and they was not liking this music shit they was like what is this where is this coming from who does he think he is now so they started getting a little bit more strict which causes a, a restriction and a conflict by the time I was like halfway through recording my first tape or something like that, mm-hmm. I started coming home late, right? Okay. But it was always that's from a the big studio. No-no. Yeah, that's okay. a humongous no-no. <laughs> so that would be like a beating or oh. like a yelling at or screaming at or like, you know, you're in trouble. 
it escalated from that to me sitting outside on the steps all night when I got home because I don't got a key. I don't own a key. You know what I'm saying? It's, um, and it's escalated to, oh, don't come back for a week, you know? And then that escalated into big fight with your dad. You're kicked out for good. Get the fuck out of here. You want to go do this music shit? Go pursue that. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't live here if you're not going to do my rules. And then that's that's me at 16 escalated to me at 16 to me right here that you're seeing now. I did everything after that by myself. I left that crib at 16 and went through a lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of shit. Oh, let me yeah. Oh, that's you. Okay. Yeah, I went through a lot of shit from 16 to now, but definitely from the, when I left there that around that time I was on my own. I was a man. Wow. The day I left that crib and um, all the bad shit, all the bad, all the good, all the way up to now. Like I, I don't regret any of it. I don't regret. I don't hate my parents. I don't none of that. I go see them now and I visit them and they're just like, "Hi, how's everything?" And I'm like, "Yo, I'm taking care of my shit." You know what I'm saying? Wow. I, I don't. So like, what is like one of the biggest struggles like that you had to overcome like in that whole situation? Because overall, like that's just like one big mm-hmm. like. Gap. That's a, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, and I because I'm 23 now, so it's like Damn. 16 to 23, everything by yourself. I'm trying to. I don't even. Because like I, what I've known and like what I've noticed from like a lot of artists today is like they usually like have some type of support from like their parents, but it's like they were just like nah, like get the fuck out. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like literally, and then like already there's a struggle of like having to find the equipment to to record having to find a spot to do something. But now yeah. you have to go... Struggle to live. Yeah. Like, as a human. Yeah. So like, um, I'll tell you, I'll just try to brush through that because of time. I'll give you the best summary I can. Um, So the first couple years, I had friends. I stayed with them and they kept rotating, you know, like mm-hmm. couch hopping. Literally all my friends' parents know exactly who I am. You know, that kid that got kicked out that makes cool music and he's really cool and nice and shit and he always he used to stay with us at least 10 of my friends parents know me as that you know what i'm saying for so for the first couple years i did that i got tired of that i got mad pride Mm. i left the crib i started doing everything bad that you can imagine to make money and living in like trap houses and shit and um you know not paying for shit jump jump in the train Mm mm-hmm that started getting a little bad because I started getting arrested a lot. I got yeah. arrested like six times. It's like some petty shit too. Yeah. It's like and then I would have shit on me, so it would make my shit worse. Damn. So it, it was it started getting really bad with that lifestyle and the whole hood shit. Like I'm not really a hood. I'm more of a spiritual person than 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 cla- if I ever classify myself, I'm a spiritual. Like I'm a spirit having a human experience. Period. Mm, so okay. that's why I classify classify myself as, but I know all different types of people, whatever you want to call them or label them as hood, good, bad, white, black, whatever you want to call it. I don't I don't see none of that. I don't really judge all of that. I feel like people are just people. They could look whatever way you want them to look like in your eyes, but as long as you're projecting good energy, good vibes, and being real and being yourself, you'll attract yeah. that kind of energy. So whoever you're with, you're supposed to be with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know all that shit back then. So I was over around everybody just being all cool and nice. And I got my hood friends. I got my good friends. You know, whatever. So I went through that stage of struggling homelessness and trying to find a way. And then I went through a stage where I got a little bit more serious and got a job mm. and finished school and all that. Like, when, you know. And you see, you're still in I school, I went to too. school every day. I graduated. It, it took a little struggle because I missed a lot of um, senior year. 
Like senior year, I was but, literally working a job overnight every day. I was day. about to say you had to grow up before everybody else though. Oh, so hell there was yeah. like no none of that hanging yeah. out. Everybody literally by eleventh grade was like, Yo, Rain, like what the fuck? Like, we never see you. You're always like we see you at school and you just disappear and then we see you at school again and that's it. You don't hang out, you don't play video games. I don't got no time for that. Yeah. And I and on top of it, I wasn't explaining none of that shit to nobody either. This was embarrassing enough to me at the time that I'm literally homeless and everyone else is living a normal life every single day around me. It already hurt bad. You know what I'm saying? I had no family. I was like, this is fucked up. Like, it's already bad enough. And I'm I'm the type of person like where it's like, I don't want you to feel bad for me. And then, have, you know, you mm-hmm. shouldn't have to feel bad for me to do good shit. So I won't even explain all of this to you. Yeah. Let's just see who you are regardless. You know what I'm saying? So I um just went to school did the overnights, slept for two hours, used to sleep in the alley. I used to sleep in my bathroom that I worked at, at the restaurant I worked at. Um, used to sleep on the train. Whatever I could to get those couple of hours and get to school, I did that and spaced that out until I graduated because my parents always said I would never graduate. So I, I did all that just to make sure I got that. And I went. I remember the day I got my diploma, I went over there and, and I said, here's this, boom, and I just dipped. And it was just like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> No. Not yet. They didn't. They just was like, that okay. Sounds, that sounds like that would happen, though. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to, you know. Yeah, it's like nothing's going to change. That's almost yeah. like a like a teen movie where, like, they're just like, oh, all right, you come back in. Like, no, it's real life. They just yeah, kept going. They just, yeah, yeah, it was just like, it's been this long anyways. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Damn. But um, I was going to jump into the college shit, mm-hmm. but I realized... Oh, yeah. By the way, the school I went to was called York Early College Academy. I graduated with high school and 60 college credits. So, like, I already had, like, an associate's kind of, and yeah. I could continue off of that. That's so. that's that life living in New York. Like, you're able to you go to, like, like a, that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, my school, I went to John Adams. So, mm-hmm. I was able to take classes at LaGuardia and also wow. York College. So, I had, like, college credits See, as well. same shit. So, yeah. I could go to any, like, SUNY. Like, you know, yeah. I had the setup, and I watched all my friends go to that shit. But long story short, um, I struggled. Yeah. Like overall, just to answer that whole question, I struggled like a like horribly. Like it was bad. I've seen all the craziest shit you can imagine walking around aimlessly. Imagine just being out here for years, outside at all times, up and alert and awake. Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? The type of shit I've seen out here, the type of things, situations I've been in, it's all kind of, like you know what I'm saying? Oh my god. Po- not all negative too. Yeah. You know, positive. I've made so many, literally too many people know who I am in too many neighborhoods. Like, and, and it's not like I ever go and do bad shit. Like, I do good, positive shit. Mm-hmm. All I ever been was a guy that make music and chill. That's it. That's all I ever been, even to my parents when they kicked me out. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Down to that. So, it's not like I have, like, a bad rep or anything anywhere. I've gone everywhere and just kind of just met people and saw, and, you know, just vibe with them and shit like that. No, your story is definitely one to hear. And I'm glad that you're able to sit down and actually chat and actually just share it all together. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. And, like, to see how far you've gotten now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. What's your next? next nah. Because um, we, we just scratched the surface. The homelessness thing, I wanted to get that out the way because that, that was a huge. Oh, is that something you really wanted to talk about? No, I thought, I knew it would be bring up if you asked me, like, what happened around that time. Oh. So I knew that was like, because there's so much detail with, that comes with that whole process. Because that's well, the whole I thing. would never like go further. Than yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, yo, let me get that out the way. Yeah. That shit is serious. That's like no, seven, yeah. six years of just, you no, know. No, that is serious. It's crazy because like a lot of 
a lot of artists go through homelessness yeah. too. But it's just crazy that surprised. you have to go like be homeless at an early yeah, age. Yeah, that's the thing. Usually they they wait till they're like twenty three, like yeah, around like my age now. Now, yeah, and end up couch hop. like Travis Scott used to couch hop. Like yeah, all kinds of artists have had the point. You know what I'm saying? Playboy Cardi was sleeping on the floor in the Bronx, and ASAP Rocky and them like was stepped by him and was like, "Yo, who you?" And he's Playboy Cardi right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people couch hop for like a year or two and been through like you know. I literally was just alone yeah. from 16 straight through now to now and had to get to the point where I, I, I just came here and told you I'm having a pool party at my crib right after this. At my <laughs> crib right after at this. At your crib. I had to create that. You know what I'm saying? That's... From sleeping on floors and in alleys and shit like that. I had to make this happen. with no, like not, not no, Nothing against my friends or family, but with no no help. Yeah. It was me. Because like, at the end of the day, it is yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, wow, that's amazing. So yeah. So what would you what would you say to like what would you say to yourself um back then like now that you like experienced it all like is there something that you wish you knew when at that time or like cuz I feel like honestly I don't even want to ask you like would you give up music to just stay home cuz honestly I would leave too. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually kind of happy that it happened this way but mm -hmm. No, I can't say that because it's horrible. I would never, <laughs> I would never do that shit to my kid or nothing like that. It did teach me a lot of shit, and I'm happy it happened this way to make me. I guess it's definitely made me a strong person that can withstand a lot of crazy because of that chain reaction of events. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure my parents didn't think in their mind he's gonna go through all of this. Yeah, you know, they just thought we're teaching him a little lesson or whatever, or you know, we don't want that around. Or that he's just living a different lifestyle. Maybe he'll figure it out. Maybe they even had good hopes. Like, maybe he'll, you know what I'm saying? But what actually happened to me after getting kicked out was like, you know, a lot of shit made me a, definitely a strong person. I'll say that. And um, also, I guess all the good karma seems to be coming back right now. So, universe, thank you for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> nice. know where all this great shit is coming from out of nowhere. but. So, do you believe a lot in, like, spiritual... You said that you're a spiritual person. Yeah. So, do you believe in, like, astrology? So, that's zodiac? a whole new... I was waiting okay. for you to bring this yeah, up. Yeah, because you came in, you're like, I'm a Libra. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, that's right. a whole new thing. All right. Okay, so around 18 when I was wrapping up, um, when it, it's everything... Every question is probably going to lead back to what I the summary of what I explained. Mm -hmm. Like so That's it was fine. a good basis. So around eighteen when I told you that I had problems in senior year because I was working a lot and barely sleeping mm -hmm. and trying to go to school. At the very end of June, I remember everyone graduated except for me because I was missing four credits. So they sent me That's to <laughs> Yeah, literally I was so tight. I was it was so sad. Like I see it in slow motion. People were jumping up and down, screaming happy. I was looking at my shit like, oh, I, I ain't a word. I ain't get much. I'm the only one in the whole class of this, you know, twenty whatever. I'm the only one. And it's four credits. That's what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. And because of my situation, y'all don't even know. That's crazy. I'm out. Like I remember leaving the building and all that. Like, this is too crazy. Like, this is fucking with me. But um, anyways. They sent me to another school mm -hmm. called Satellite, which is a school where all the bad kids are from other schools go to into this big, crazy, or like even big, badder like school. I've actually heard of this school, and it's because my cousin went there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's horrible. I'm not yeah. going. I'm not going. Even she hated it. it. She was like, "Yo, this is." She's like, "I wish I, I had known that this was worse." <laughs> Bro, it was like it was ridiculous. Yo. Like I've never seen nothing like that. Nothing against Satellite. I don't know how it is now if anyone yeah, hears that from Satellite. Yeah, this is like satellite. years ago. This so is years ago. Yeah. It was fucking horrible. 
it was like not even school. It was like going to a free prison or something. Like it was crazy. Like everybody was wilding. Every, no one was listening. None of the teachers gave a fuck. Mm. People would do whatever they wanted. Like I, there's stories that I won't mention on here that just is just crazy that it would happen at a school. Like you know what I'm saying? Not nothing crazy. Like like um endangerment of anything. Yeah. But more like just wild shit that yeah. kids would do. Like you know. But um anyways. Fuck, I, I, I trailed off. No, yeah, because you said okay. the four credits, you had to go to satellite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, lo, let me just fast forward a little bit. When I went there the very first day, I met my best friend right now, who's Aaron. Mm-hmm. Aaron, um, I didn't know him. I had another friend from another school who was there. The very first day, I pulled up, and he was like, yo, Rain, pull up, pull up. So I pulled up. I was like, yo, what's good, bro? And he was like, yo, Aaron, yo, what's good? Pull up. And then... He literally walked off and left me and this person I didn't know just standing there. Oh. So I always go back to that moment. I'm like, yo, the universe wanted this to happen because it was so fucking random. And we didn't know each other. And there's some random friend just, there. just called us both over to the same spot and then just dipped off immediately. Like, he didn't even talk about anything. He was like, all right, yo, I'm holla at y'all and just dipped off. And we were just standing there. I was like, all right, what's good? I'm rain, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I started chilling with, with Iron and shit. Which is good to make, you know, new kid on the block, you know what I'm saying, at the school or whatever, make a friend, just peep out how everything is, see how mm-hmm. everything is and shit. So, me and him became really cool and started smoking mm-hmm. a lot, like leaving, not going to any classes and just smoking a lot and shit. And going on the roof and just doing all kinds of crazy shit and smoking. And um, when we would smoke, we would talk about a lot of like, we bump a lot of like Joey Badass and like all that yeah, stuff Yeah, because that was like time. that time, yeah. Mm-hmm. And fight with zombies. And little did I know that I would get to meet all these people and make jewelry for them two years later. Stay tuned. But anyways. <laughs> no, this is what I was getting yeah, yeah, into. Because yeah, yeah. I so, knew that this was like part of your, yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. your, your person. So, yes. um, so I one day he asked me, yo, you know what a third eye is? And I was like, what the fuck you know about that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's like shit that I research on my private, but never would talk about a lot. Especially in the hood around that time. Nobody knew about none, nothing that yeah. sounded like that at all. You know what I'm saying? But I've been through some shit like that. You see this tattoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I got been this when I was like 15. No, when I was 16, 16 and I got kicked out. There was a group of people I had met that believed in some real mystical mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, and got the eye of Horace. They tatted it on me, basically. So that's my first time coming in contact with the third eye. Wow. So when a couple years that's later, funny. when when he asked me that, I'm like, how you know about that? Because this is like some shit that no one ever... Other than those people I met know about. So he's like, I just heard like, you know, stuff about it. Like, do you know about it? And I showed him the tat and I explained certain things that I knew about it at the time. And we started basically researching it. We found a book called the, um, Third Eye Awakening by Samuel Sagan online and searched for a couple of weeks to try to find a physical copy of the book. And I couldn't find it anywhere. Wow. I searched for weeks, nowhere, no library, everywhere it said it was at, any Barnes and Noble, any, I searched every, any and everywhere, it wasn't anywhere. I was like, what the fuck, why is it so hard to find this book? And everyone has so much reviews about how it changed their life and shit like yeah. that. And one day I found the PDF file of it. Dope. I went to school, they were having a meeting downstairs, I told Aaron to find a book. We fucking ran upstairs to like the teacher's lounge. He snuck up there while the teachers were downstairs giving the kids like an assembly and fucking printed like 200 pages of the whole like book and then dipped out from the school and, and went to like go smoke and read the shit. When I tell you right now that that book changed everything about who I am, even to this moment, 
the book was so powerful and the, the messages that it, it told me, it, it literally had instructional meditations, messages, things about chakras, everything that I know now and beyond and everything I learned just off of the strength of reading the book and following the instructions and doing the meditations is what led to who I am now and just my knowing and belief of everything. So, um, yeah, that's how I got into spirituality. It's mm -hmm. not because of like no religious thing, a random religious thing or just like, it's because of that book, and then a certain amount of events started happening after reading that book. Like, yeah. a lot of synchronicities, a lot of random shit. Like, I'm talking about synchronicities down to, like, people literally just coming up to you. Like, I was supposed to talk to you, and, like, you know what I'm saying? Bold face shit. Like, shit that's like, all right, okay, this is too too much of a, like, a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, this is It's too like God saying, hey, what's up? Nice yeah. to see you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I actually look like Morgan Freeman. How you doing? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's really me. Like, it's not the movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like that kind <laughs> yeah. of shit. Like... And you like that ass? This is crazy. Like, so um, read the book, followed the meditations, opened up my chakras, started feeling energies and vibrations, learned how to open my third eye, started seeing auras and colors around people when I talked to them, and thought I was bugging and tweaking out, mm -hmm. <laughs> and learned I wasn't. Um, started eating differently, changing how I eat. There's a chapter in the book called Crystals now, right? And mm -hmm. I read the whole chapter. But I never cared for it. Like, I read the chapter. I was like, oh, crystals, that's cool, whatever. Ignored that. Um, Finished school, graduated. Mm -hmm. Now I am now I found some magical place called Williamsburg, Brooklyn, that I've never been to in my life. I just found it one day. I took a train out there. I took the J all the way down to Marcy, got off and walked down. And I'm like, yo, there's a place that exists that's, like, mad different from anything I've seen in New York. And it's so weird and it's different and it's gentrified, but it's cool and hipster at the same time. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, why does no one ever talk about this? Or, mm -hmm. you know, this is, like, very different. It's cool. I go over there and I start trapping on Bedford. Like, I don't know if I could say that. Should I say that? You can do whatever <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you fuck want. It. But so I, I, start, I start trapping on I can see this. Yeah. Especially, I'm guessing this is like 2015, 2016. Yeah, maybe or 2014. Like 2014. I can definitely yeah. see someone trapping yeah, on Bedford. Yeah, so I'm on Bedford. At, Bedford. Yeah, because this, this is not Williamsburg now. It's no, not yeah, hot. It's very this is different. a secret. This is a dead, yeah. very different time where only exclusive people who knew about the area was in that area. Mm -hmm. And it was lit and private. There's not a lot of cops, not a lot of commercial bullshit. None of what it's like right now. It was just a low-key, ill-ass place that, like, was very different and cool. So I would go there. I would trap on the block. I'd make my money. One day I was trapping on the block. Some guy walked up to me, handed me a shiny rock, and said, here you go, and walked off. Hmm. Literally. Like, he literally just walked up to me said, here, this is for you. I, I took Didn't ask for money? Didn't ask for any. Didn't okay. even say. Actually, he didn't say a word. Just He just walked up to me, said, here. Boom. I said, what is this? He walked off across the street. I looked at the shiny rock. I was like, damn, people are weird out here. And put it in my pocket. Because it wasn't the weirdest thing I've seen. I mean, yeah. I've been homeless for I've seen all kinds of crazy shit. This is not, that, the weirdest thing is not some guy who handed me a shiny rock and dipping off. I've seen crazy shit. <laughs> I, so I'm like, whatever. It's a nice looking rock. I put it in my pocket. Now, I put that rock in my pocket, which I now know is a crystal called Black Tourmaline. Um, and the next day, I got a new job, found a crib to stay at, and a place to record music the very next day, all in the same day. Yes. Um, yes. And then life started changing. I stopped selling drugs um, completely because I didn't have to. And um, I started recording music and being in, like, life was changing in the most craziest way. And two weeks later, I had, like, was doing laundry. Mm -hmm. And I had emptied, shook out 
like my pants and a rock fell out. And I was like, oh shit, I had forgotten all about that. Like life's been so good and different since like I, that day that I never really even thought about that rock. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I picked it up and I Googled it and researched it. And I was like, oh, these are crystals, what I read about in the book before. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. So I started looking it up because I'm trying to see if it had anything to do with the change, if mm-hmm. it's placebo effect. Because I'm very sciencey as much as I'm spiritual. Yeah. I understand. I believe everything is everything. I believe you can find a scientific explanation, a spiritual explanation. Whatever explanation you're looking for, you will find it. Or sometimes they're all connected. Yeah. And we just don't know the answer, but we pretend to know it. I definitely like, agree. A lot with of that. people on the yeah. planet pretend like we can know shit for sure, for 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 sure, for sure. But I feel like it's all bullshit. We give everything its names. We give everything its it's like I like we make things what they are yep. as humans. So literally we're the creator of all and the create the creation and the creator of the creations. Mm-hmm. Like so it's like we're God in a in a sense. Yeah. So I, I don't really think like anyways, that's some I don't know why I'm getting into all that. No, I understand. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. so it's someone that like watches a lot of like supernatural type shows and like movies, mm-hmm. that's usually like where like the conflict people have with like an actual god it's mm-hmm. just like you've created these humans that are actually able to create and you didn't even realize that mm-hmm. so yeah so no i totally get that yeah. it's like we do have like this creation and it's right. like we have like this energy and this aura and this vibe about everyone and i feel like if anything that's something that people are able to see now and i just think that it's interesting that you i was on this that. early you already had, yeah, this is like years it. before this was a trend or years before everyone yeah. was trying to posted and know about wearing crystals nobody even like was on to any of this yeah this was just happening to me i didn't even look for this yeah just, that's the craziest part about all of this i never looked for it people all ask me like how'd you get into this where'd you find this what how would you No, this happened to me <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah so um i researched the crystal tried to test out if it was placebo effect if it was a mental thing if i was just believing in it you know what i'm saying i followed the meditations and some weird spiritual experiences started happening with me and the crystals and a lot of i went out and bought a couple more and mm-hmm. started meditating charging them following all the ancient advice about treating and caring and having crystals around and what kind of crystals like i, I did deep research i've always been a deep researcher when it comes to something that i want to believe in or something that i want to understand you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying or just know about so I did all that and followed everything down to the T in every possible way I can. Sage, crystals, meditation, um, binaural beat, like everything. I got deep into it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Very complex and deep into it. And still kept science in the back of my mind on top of it. And I had some crazy results with like things that were happening in my life, positive, random things day by day mm-hmm. with different crystals. And then not searching them up and then like what they were and having them. Then seeing how the day went, then looking what they were up and seeing that what they were supposed to do actually happened with me not knowing. Like test, like basically I was testing it. I was testing and playing around with it to see if there's any kind of association to it. And I realized something. It is like science. Every crystal in the earth has a specific, like everything on the planet and everything that exists has a specific vibrational frequency, right? So when you put frequencies together, they create forms and shit, like atoms. They create shapes and they create what we see and shit. And they, sometimes they're fast, sometimes they're slow, which create different elements. Now, human beings, even black and white, we vibrate at different frequencies. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So when you take an ancient rock that's been building in the earth, like let's say amethyst or, or something 
or quartz or something mm-hmm. that's been building in the earth for like a million years and it crystallized and formed into a little rock that is sold for not nowhere near what it should be worth mm-hmm. and it's just seemed as a generic ass crystal that people would have just like for whatever you know to some it's just like oh that's just some rock that people believe nah 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 but think about what i just said it took millions of years for this to crystallize and become that and it has a specific raw natural pure Mm -hmm. frequency from inside of the earth yeah and then you take that out and it's a rock and then you have that on your vibrational frequency yeah it's, it's gonna change it's gonna too. change yeah. yeah it's gonna change your frequency which now changes the way your blood flow is the blood flow to your brain now changes the way you're thinking mm-hmm. the way you're thinking changes the way you do things mm-hmm. the, what you might normally you might do something slightly different now slightly different creates different dimensions anything slightly different or slightly change you could turn this way and a whole new dimension happen because you turn this way across the whole world you know what i'm saying so when when you have a, a slightly different change like that, you create a new pattern of yeah. events that wouldn't normally happen, right? Yeah. So what you, so blood flow, frequency, energy, vibration, then thought flow, mm-hmm. then what you do changes, then what happens in your life changes. That all equals up to what people would call magic. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just a scientific way of explaining that. People would think that's like, oh, that's like, I got this rock and mad random shit happened. And it's lit like this magic. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's ways to explain where this, like, literally, it's you. It's The yeah. magic is you as a human being, as a person. We're like batteries walking around. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you put You're just a, spitting mad gems right now. Nah, oh, my god! I'm trying to run through it as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, we're like batteries. So once you put this on, um, that, that's another reason, basically, just to shorten that. That's another way you can look at it. Mm. If you're a person that's just like, oh, I don't believe in, like, magic or whatever. It, this is not about belief scientifically we are like have electromagnetic fields around us those are mm-hmm. ours yeah you know what i'm saying there's just different words for it like yeah. you know what i'm saying so basically i had to learn both sides of that and then not not only did i believe in the power crystals i kn- i now knew mm. i now knew that there was something behind this because I, I was like there gotta be something yeah. there gotta be something it can't just be thousands of generations of years people are like these rocks and niggas yeah. is like fuck out of here those rocks ain't doing shit like no yeah. people are not crazy bro like so i was like there has to be something behind this and i seen changes in my own life before i even researched any of this it's yeah. not like somebody came and told me about it like you should believe in this no i i had the rock mad shit happen and it made me so inspired that i had to research it and come to find out oh wow they do do shit for people that's crazy i'm not the only one that's a, actually this happened to you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I proved it for myself. So, um, yeah. That. So like, sorry. Yeah. Just, I, to, just yeah. to jump past that. Um, so I got deep in crystals. I fell in love with them and I respect and love them. And, you know, and now um, you get, do them, you give them to artists like you. That's what I'm about to jump into. Like, how does that work into music? Um, not, you know, what's funny, completely separate. Really? Any person that I've ever given any crystal or created jewelry from or any kind of literally never mentioned music, never talked to them about music. Don't really? even, they don't even know I'm an artist or none of that. Wow. None of that. I never like, I just never tied it in. It's such a spiritual and intimate thing when I, when I, for me to even give somebody a crystal or, or any type of jewelry or anything that I've created, mm-hmm. that's not the same time to be like, oh, here's this. And by the way, I make music. I'm a rapper. I'm an artist. Blah, blah, blah. Especially if they're a celebrity. It's like it's, a clickbait. And yeah. It's person. like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, are you, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, 
I've never ever. It doesn't matter whoever I met. ASAP Ferg, Erica Badu. She's in my DMs. You know what I'm saying? Like I talked to her. I never said, "Hey, Erica, I make music." Mm. I would be like, I could send her a picture right now. I'd be like, "Hey, here's a picture of this new crown piece I just made," or "Hey, here's a video of like, you know what I'm saying?" And she'll be like, "Oh, that's fire," or or uh, heart eyes or whatever. You know, whatever she, you know, she yeah. has random whatever. But um. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but that yeah, sounds yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Or she'll just leave me on scene, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. she could do shit like that. That's Erica. But um, that's just an example. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've never been like, yo, I, I try to put music in this very, very separate. I don't tell none of those people mm. that I do music ever. And I don't want to. I'd rather make it myself, see them up there, and they'd be like, yo, what the fuck, Rain? Like, like <laughs> what the fuck, bro? How did you? I'm like, yo, that's I did what you did, man. I just kept being myself. And, you know, preparation plus opportunity equals success. But mm. adding authenticity in a over, it's inevitable. Mm. That's what I believe. That's like my whole pattern. Just stay focused on who you truly are and be who you truly are and you'll get what you truly get. And never give half or 40 or 30% of yourself because that's what whatever you put out is what you give back. So if you be 100% of you and if you don't even know what yourself is, it's the most easiest thing to be. Just be. You don't even have to think of, how do I be myself? Just be. And yourself will happen. It will occur. Because a lot of people I try to explain shit like this to, they'll be like, how do you be yourself? How do you know what you like? How? You feel Fuck all just, of that. You. Just be then. Yeah. Just go out and do shit and go out and be like, and follow what you like. Follow your highest excitement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And things will fall into place. I promise you. It's not like, I'm not taking you out of church right now, but I promise you, everything will fall into place. I felt like you took me to church twice or three times <laughs> in this whole session, to be honest. Yeah, but um, basically, long story short, yeah, I met a lady in Williamsburg. For some reason, Williamsburg just like changed my life. I don't know. Shout out Williamsburg, man. I don't know. Is that I, where you live now, right? Yeah, yeah, literally, I ended up living over there. Ain't that crazy? Oh, my gosh. After all these years of homelessness, walking through there, now I literally live down the block from someplace I used to sleep at a bathroom at. Like, I look at a place where I used to knock out in the bathroom at four, wow. and I'm walking past it to go to my house now. So just that kind of shit every day is like, it's more than inspiring. It's like, what the fuck, right? You really change who you are. Mm -hmm. Not not even who you are. You change how you are. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So, so um, anyways, uh, in Williamsburg, they had a crystal shop. It's closed now. It doesn't exist anymore. But I walked in there and gave a lady a reading. Long story short, she started crying. And I dipped. I walked into the crystal shop. It was beautiful, amazing. It was mad low key. Shout out Miyuki. She was in there. She was looking real like aggressive. She's being like watching us. I walked up to her, gave her a reading. She burst out into tears. And she tried, um, she tried to, um, no, no, no. She burst out into tears. I walked out of the shop. Yeah. Boom. I came back two weeks later with a friend to mm -hmm. buy a crystal because I was like, oh, there's a crystal shop there. And she ran up to me, tried to give me money. Like, she started taking money out the register and was like, yeah, take money, take money. And I was like, whoa, 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 why are you trying to give me money? She was like, what you gave me last time when you came and you gave me a reading and you read my aura, what you told me was actually something I went through for four or five years and traveled the whole world and went to different yogi masters and shit to find out about. And you walked into the shop and just straight up just told me and walked out. Like, told her what she needed to hear. And I had no idea about any of that. I walked and saw her aura and energy, told her what I felt and dipped. And literally, literally, it was like a five-minute thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that lady's going through some shit. I need to talk to her. I can see it on her. You know what I'm saying? That's something I learned over 
time from that book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get into the, that details, but I'm not going to. If that's you want to really find that, yeah, that's yeah. some deep shit. We don't have days here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I learned a lot of things from that book about life and people and seeing things and reading things and feeling energy. So around that time, it was happening to me everywhere. So I felt it when I went in that shop and I told her what needed to be said. She started bursting out crying. I didn't know what happened. I left. I came back two weeks later. She was trying to give me all this money and she was so happy and so joyful and completely different. Like, thank you so much for what those things you said to me. Like, you don't even know me. Like, you know what I'm saying? How did you know all this? Like, literally, she traveled around the world. Trying to figure this out. Trying to figure this out. And I in. just walked in and said <laughs> it. So that if that don't prove, you know what I'm saying? That's like, what the fuck? And I didn't know that. But anyways... Mm. I couldn't. I didn't take the money. I was like, nah, I can't take that. I'm not no, nah. This isn't no guy on the street like ten dollar palm reading. Like I'm not part of anything like that. This is like real. This is not about money, no tangible objects, none yeah. of that. I'm not taking nothing from you. Like, and I'm keep in mind, I'm homeless at the time, and I don't got bread. Just keep that in mind. I still said, fuck all of that. Take that hundred, those hundreds out of my face. You really got me thinking about it, low key, but. Please, just take that away from me. I'm not going to accept that for telling you something about yourself, even though it made you feel happier and better and you know, whatever. It's just real shit. She said, no, you're not going to take money? She went to the back of her crystal shop, guys. She opened up a big-ass solid box container full of thousands of crystals. She picked it up, walked up to me. She said, start a business. That's I honestly think is better than money. And um, I looked at all the crystals, and I and that's what I came to do, buy a crystal from her anyway. And uh, she just kept saying, start a business, start a, start a business, take it, take it, start a business. And I was just like, shit, this is like a God moment. I was like, why is this happening to me? Like, I love crystals. And she's like, really, oh, Dean, she's not trying to take no for an answer. Like, And I said, you know what, I will take crystals. And I took the big-ass thing in crystals and went home. Well, not home, I went to a friend's crib. And um, just sat and saged and meditated for a couple months with all those. And yeah. looked through them and researched them and learned about them and felt them. And then I realized you could make them into necklaces and chains and stuff. And I started making that for me and everyone who lived in my friend's apartment. Like, just everyone lit. Let me make you this. It was nothing to do with money or none of that. Yeah. I was just trying to learn how to create stuff. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, this is like a cool thing to do. Like, when you come back to your friend's place and chill and hang out, like, make stuff. You know, I like yeah. creating. So, it started out like that. Like, creating um, jewelry and stuff for friends and people I know. And people saying, yo, that kind of looks cool. Like, and me wearing it myself. And it started branching out to where, like, on Bedford Ave, where I used to trap and sell drugs. Mm-hmm. I decided to set up a table there. Oh. Of jewelry now. Ooh. So, the same exact block, okay. the same exact spot where I used to sell, like, Zannies and pills and all that crazy shit I'm and dead. weed and everything. You just I leveled now, up and like I literally, sold. yeah, <laughs> I'm literally now we're there at the same spot with crystals, like <laughs> and like fucking jewelry and everything, like with all my friends and music blasting and I'm making stuff for people and meeting everybody in the neighborhood every day and I became the crystal kid on the corner on Bedford North Seventh and shit and and meeting random people. A lot of people walk through Williamsburg. A lot of celebrities walk through Williamsburg. With, you know, so around that time, you know what I'm saying. Especially because it wasn't too hot yet. Yeah. Um. So I'm meeting a lot of different people, and I'm just making jewelry. Some people I'm literally making it for them in front of them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're picking out stuff. I'm making, and 
I started getting really good. At first, it was just like anybody could do. Like, you go anywhere, you see people with crystals and like little wire wrap stuff yeah. and all that. But I started getting real freaky with it, making all crazy designs and doing stuff in brass instead of copper and doing like, you know what I'm saying? Using gold chains instead of regular wa- yeah. like rope and shit. I started switching up. I was like, why can't you have an elegant, like, pharaoh, like, vibe to this it doesn't have to just be like nothing against like the raw just wiry and leather string like that mm-hmm. whole vibe of tribal nothing wrong with the roots but i was like this could make few people of our new generation associate themselves with energetic beautiful gems and crystals but also have the same you know attraction to their ego yeah of what of the times you know what i'm saying so i was like what if you make it gold and shiny and put this on that and, and use intricate designs and make it very artsy and i started getting real freaky with it and working for hours and hours and those hours turned into months and months and months and i started getting making different designs than i would ever see anywhere and people really started like coming to me now now it was like rolling like now my whole table's getting cleared out and mm-hmm. making hundreds on the corner and i gotta run to the miyuki's crystal shop and she's like yo take some more crystals and like it's starting to get like I'm like whoa this is turning into some shit like yeah. you know what I'm saying I didn't you know I make music I, I ain't really yeah wanted, this was just you some turned into a full blown like jeweler, artist yeah. like just yeah. you're an artist artist yeah a jeweler whatever yeah rapper singer I'm like artist. bro I just make music this is something to do for fun on the side you know make a little bread I'm, I'm not thinking hundreds of dollars and shit from from this you know I'm thinking just like you know meet people hang out. Don't let a day go by, you know what I'm saying? Let, let more people know about crystals because they, you know, they should and shit like that. But it started getting real serious. Like there was repeat customers, people looking for me, you know, people like, yo, create an Instagram, create this, get cards. And it just started getting real serious. And I was like, fuck, this is crazy. Like, I, I just want to record music and blow up. I don't want to do anything. Crystals was about me personally. Yeah, you know like what I'm saying? Was- Even when she said start a business, I was a little hectic. I was like, mm, what do you mean start a business? I don't, you know, I don't want a business out of this. I just just like crystals. But um it got hectic. It got hectic and it started making me change as a person. And I started selling and people started inviting me to events to post up now, to do pop-ups. And it just started getting crazier. Now with the celebrity thing, let's just jump into that. Yeah. The whole celebrity thing. I don't, I don't even like calling them that. Um, I'll give you like a nice short list. So, Erica, mm-hmm. one of is, you know, I met Will actually, Will Smith mm-hmm. in Florida, and I gave him a whole bunch of jewelry for Willow and, and Jaden. Mm-hmm. Um, did, um, shit, there's a lot. You Pro, have to go through all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I, I don't know. Each of these people or celebrities or whatever it's like a whole backstory like it was a specific day or time where i just just so happened to be at the right place right time chilling doing my own thing Mm -hmm. and not only am i like that just already it's like when when they're coming around fans and all these extra people bombarding and crowding i literally do the exact opposite yeah, I'm just not and they're like attracted that. to that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not on some like I don't even think that's cool. Like not not cooler. I'm not trying to judge what's cool or anything like that. But it's like they're people, bro. And yeah, and I realized <laughs> that from the very beginning. I used to be on some shit like that, especially when Pro Air and all of them came out around the time, and mm. and I fi- finally saw them in Williamsburg. Um, one of the shows was happening. Um, at, what's that spot on North Six or North Seven? That 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 North Six or North Seven. Uh, that 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 venue, National Sawdust? No. No no no! What the fuck is that venue? It's so lit. Uh, it's always been there. Anyways, they had one of their first big shows over there with with, with Flatbush Zombies, and I pulled up, 
I, had, I was working down the block at this, uh, this restaurant. I pulled up. I left work and everything. Like, I pulled up. I was like, these day down the block. I never seen them. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like 16, <laughs> maybe 17. No, I'm right. 17 his at the fan, time. Yeah, I, I told my boss and all that. I was like, I have to. They was like, oh, okay, Range. Take a two-hour. Come back. I never made it back to work that day. I'm dead. But um, <laughs> I pulled up to the concert. No money, no nothing. No ticket, no nothing. And um, stood and cooling it with the security guard for like two hours mm-hmm. not paying no mind to the big ass line and all the people trying to get in and getting kicked out cooling it with the security for two hours mm-hmm. and one of the people performing on the set with with joey mm-hmm. like pulled up to the thing and um like i explained to him like my story not my story i just told him like yo listen i came up and chilling with the security guard cooling it um i'm really trying to get in to see the show he's like yo pull up just like that, he just he just fucked with my vibe. He was like, yo, pull up. He's part of my family. We walked in straight into that shit. I met all of them. Wow. That day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Saw a whole crazy performance, Flatbush Zombie, all of them. Um, That's amazing. Talked to Joey and all of them after the show. We was young. We was young. This is before all, of, like, what they are right now. This yeah. is, like, a long time I'm ago. I'm curious to know which one, because, like, like which venue this was. It was like on North. What is that? No. What the fuck is that venue called? I pass it all the time. Also, I'm like still new to Williamsburg. I yeah. Only, I know of like the old. You gotta like, come streets. to the pool party. To the nah, pool. <laughs> you gotta come. <laughs> gotta you gotta to see. Pool. You gotta see it. What I need to do? I need to hear you rap. That's what oh, I need to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We I gotta get to, into that. Let's get into that now. How about that? Like I've heard so much about your story. Like I'm. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm like more interested in hearing like what you sound yeah like like shit. i'm sure the listeners want to hear what you sound like like mm-hmm. shit what do you want like those shows what am i gonna am i gonna play something yeah like you want to play something you want to freestyle i feel all like right. you can freestyle i can freestyle yeah all right um damn what do i do i don't know we're gonna, you gonna record this yeah i'm gonna record this. are you is he gonna cut it is yeah gonna we're cut gonna right like, now he's gonna edit this and all right bet. so yeah so, so cause do I, are we gonna play music out loud at any uh, or not? Nah? Wait, what? Are we playing anything out loud, like what a do you beat mean? or something, Mm-mm. or a song? No. Oh, I'm just gonna straight up do it right, like just like this. Yeah. I right, bet. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you're like laughing. He was like, you saw his face. He was He's like, like, wait, what? what? No, you're good. Don't worry. I'm sorry. And I know that I know. Yeah, no. All right, <laughs> you. all right, you ready? I right, I got you. Um, damn, should I put my silky on? I mean, if that's how you perform, <laughs> that's how I perform. I've only I actually seen pictures with you performing with the durag on, and nah, I think it's yeah. because Curtis just always records you. Yeah, I don't know. I I just like silkies. I don't know. Silkies. It's funny when I first came out with Hang Time. Um, this guy I was dating, he called it. Um, he said that he was gonna make a magazine, a competitor mm-hmm. magazine, and call it. Oh, what was it? Silkies. No, because hang time, because with hang time, it's like a, it's like you have the braids and neck braids, neck, I think he said neck braids or something, some shit like that. But neck braids? Yeah, neck braids. Like, because it's like, because I said hang oh, time, oh, I hang time is like, you got braids? the neck braids. That's mad funny. So, so, so he said some shit, I don't know, but I, I was weak. And I think that was like, you know, but no. So this is like hilarious that you're putting a silky on and just like hang time. Mind you, hang time has nothing to do with hair, yeah, basketball, that's fire, nothing, nothing. She it's said just... basketball. No, because there's a magazine. There's, there's a ba- there's a basketball magazine in the '90s that's called Hang Time, or like there was like a. They... Um, we. Because right when you come out with shit, you have to like do research. It's like, mm-hmm. does somebody got this name already? Am I? Is this the right nah, thing? No, that's a fact. Like, so, 
That's a whole fact. You're it's absolutely a, it's right. It's a whole thing, a right. whole process. All right, so I'm going to give y'all a little classic right now. <clears throat> Let me know when y'all ready. Oh, no, it's up to you. All right. <clears throat> I'm just a human vessel when I'm on the block. Hard as my speaker box, so bumping beast the bops, hoping that these lower conscious cops watchers reach the top. Kicked out a lot, got a doctor by the hit the hot. Five-finger discount with little niggas Christmas shot. Fuck a friend of phone with the bros, we gon' eat a night. Not the Navy, rest the Navy, reaching for the hip and stop. Look a kid all in his eyes, shoot him, tell his mom and pops, turning up and bumping him. Now he lay with Big and Pac. Rest in peace to you, nigga, rest in peace to Big and Pac. Revolution televised, tell me if it's real or not. Open up your heart chakra, tell me if you feel or not. Arms of an indigo slugs and hugs ain't enough mine is a weapon too get your meditation up how you conscious where we change this up why you waiting up sipping on the fight in the youth putting faith in cups spit the shit that bless you i sneeze and it's angel dust fuck these whack rappers man they tease and they play with us sinny sin sin demons grin and they stay with us because if it ain't the u.s who enslaving us guys of the gutter we discovered there was changing us ash on the asphalt can't you see we blazing up if i don't raise hell nigga i'ma pick the pavement up Rather have some sacred stones, money I've been saving up. Everybody's play a part. Who the fuck is saving us? Demons be notorious, armed and dangerous. Rebels dropping bombs like Saddam's on the stage with us. Music, mind, space, and time hit the astral plane with us. I do this for the hoods, for the Trayvons, convicts, the Acons. White, black, yellow, only aura colors stay on. Nothing lasts forever, but then nothing never stay gone. Living in the wild where the weakness, what they prey on. But I'm a young guy, you should put your fucking faith on. So Ooh. pray on. Yes. That kind of ties in with everything we spoke about today. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. a classic one from like a couple years back, yeah. Nice. That's why I use that one. Um, I'm trying to think if I can do one more. That's a little bit more upbeat. That was like mad preaching, mad bars and shit. I, can do, <laughs> I do fun shit. Like I have good music that you could actually be like, oh damn, this this guy's actually good. Like um, like like fun shit that like really could blast. Right? Yeah, so what song have you done recently or like in the past year that you, is like that's your absolute favorite? Oh, Faces hitting. It's about to hit 10K right now. Oh, Deadass? Yeah, Faces. I love that. It's the, like, for some reason, it was a song that I didn't even know was going to be like that. I just threw it out there a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it just like, it just, um, it just hit, like, it just went crazy for no reason. Like, I don't know what. I didn't share it, promote it. I didn't say shit. Yeah. None of that link in my bio. Check this out. Blah, blah, blah. You I just, just threw it. it up on SoundCloud <laughs> and it just started wilding by itself. I'm like, why I couldn't get this all these years of throwing all these good songs on SoundCloud? Yeah, I have so to promote. <laughs> yeah, and do mad shit. And then this one that I just said, oh, whatever. It started off with 200 plays. Mm-hmm. Then overnight, 1,000. And then it just started wilding after that. And I was like, what is going on with faces? Do they like it? Is this some kind of algorithm? Like, what did I do differently? Like, I ain't do shit. I ain't do shit. And it's hitting Yeah, give me a hook from it then. Oh, faces is like, damn, can I sing right now? Because I sing a lot too. Oh. Um, It's like. Yeah, you say you're a singer, you're a rapper, MC. It's like, um, this the shit that might change your life. This the shit that might ease your pain. This the wind that might brush your face and tell you everything is okay. Lose yourself, you won't find your way. Find yourself, you won't lose your way. That's the journey we all gonna take. This the day that your heart won't break. This the time I won't see your face. But still, you find me looking under your ways like faces. Losing faces i'm losing faces faces i'm losing faces i'm losing faces face it you fucking racist leading just to
discrimination, the separation across the nation. Wasted artist love when we can make it. Killing each other over some paper with some faces. No, wait, okay, so before we are finished, yeah. just thank you so much. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, damn, wait, I'm thinking y'all want me to. Like, no, 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 rap. let's do this more formally. <laughs> But thank you so much mm -hmm. for sharing your story, for spitting a couple of bars and for mm -hmm. giving us a little take about faces. Um, and that was everything's been very empowering, enlightening. I'm so glad I even had this chance to just sit down with you and for you to even come in. Like, this is fucking mm -hmm. amazing. Like, I feel that. Honestly, I was not even sure if I wanted to even can, like do, like be the host for this show, but <laughs> like hearing your story, I'm like, you know what? Now I want to see other people's yeah, stories. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. We're gonna walk in here with some crazy. Yeah, you know like what I'm it's New York. So before we let you go, like just let people know where they can find you. Like oh, that's um, very important because you just drop straight gems. You're just gonna leave us like this. Like you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I was really ready <laughs> to just be like, all right, y'all yeah, yeah, find me. Y'all hear about me later. <laughs> but um, you can find me at. Three different Instagrams. The Instagram from my my jewelry, which is like its whole own thing with like photography shoots, models, and all that stuff with people wearing my jewelry, um, is Love by Rain. So it's at Love by Rain. Um, for my for my music is Rain Focused, and all of this is spelled R E I N by the way, which is my real name, <laughs> like on my birth certificate and everything. I'm tired of hearing about it. It's my actual name, R A I N, just like the weather. Very easy to remember. So. First one is Love by Rain, just how it sounds. Second one is Rain Focused, just how it's regularly spelled. And I just created a new one yesterday, Club by Rain, which is for my new house, which is obviously <laughs> going to throw events and parties and wild stuff if you're in the New York area and you want to, you know, see a ill-ass spot and pull up to any events or whatever. But yes, thank you again for listening. This is Ebony. You're listening to Hang Time with Friends. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Hang Time Mag or Magazine. Um, usually if you just type in Hang Time, it'll just pop up. Um, but yeah, thank you again. I hope to see you guys in the future. Alright, bye. That sounded weird. All right. <laughs> see you guys in the future. We ain't seeing nobody. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs>